You're listening to the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We talk sports because we know sports. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday, and it's a solo show tonight. I'm saying tonight because it's a Sunday night. It's a Sunday night after the Warriors and Mavericks game three of their Western Conference final series. It's a Sunday night, May 22nd in the year 2022. And it's a Sunday night where the Warriors pretty much put the Mavericks down. Golden State and Dallas facing off in game three in Dallas of the Western Conference Finals in Golden State taking care of Dallas again, 109 to 100. So Golden State went into game three, up two games, none. So if I'm telling y'all they just won game three, they up three games to none. And I can tell you right now, this, this series is over with. This is over. Golden State went into Dallas and put on a show. The Warriors went into Dallas facing a Mavericks squad who they knew was going to come out and play hard, play focused, play with some determination, play with some pride, play with some toughness at the crib because they know if you guys go down three games to none, it's pretty much over for you. I don't think any team has ever come back from down three games to none in the Western Conference Finals. And I don't see it happening this year because Golden State came on. And they, this this win over Dallas, they absolutely demoralized the Dallas Mavericks. They go in there and win 109-100. to 100, And when you listen to Jason Kidd postgame, Dallas Mavericks head coach, he sounds defeated. He literally sounds defeated, which I don't blame him because Golden State, specifically Steph Curry, now, a lot has been said about Luka Doncic, about how great he is. They call him Baby Bird, Baby Larry Bird. He's about to be the face of the NBA, yada, yada, yada. Rightfully so, because Luka Doncic is a baller. Luka Doncic is a monster on the basketball court, and he was a monster in game three. 40 points, 11, 11 rebounds, 11 and 23 from the field. But... Luka Doncic is still a young buck. I think Luka Doncic is 23. And Steph Curry is like, you know what? Hold on, bro. Y'all keep, y'all keep disrespecting me. I think y'all have forgot how great I really am. And it's like Steph has to prove himself over and over and over again. And Steph played like Wardell, Steph, and Curry. He played like Steph Curry. In game three, Steph with 31 points, 11 assists, five rebounds. He hit half the damn shots he took, 10 of 20 from the field, five of 10 from three-point range. And if you don't know your percentage from three-point range, that's 50% from threes. 10 of 20, if you don't know your mathematics, you don't know your percentage, that's 50% from the field. This is a guard. And what Steph was doing, Steph, see, people think, a lot of people think Steph just be back there shooting threes and want to go deep. He will go deep, but I think a lot of people forget Steph will take your ass to the rack if you don't watch it. 
So Steph took the Dallas Mavericks to the rack several times. And Steph Curry is playing with the, he's playing with the, I need to prove myself mentality. He's playing with the shut your young ass up, Luka Doncic. Or shut y'all ass up, Luka Doncic fans who trying to exhort him and promote him past me in this NBA hierarchy. And Steph Curry played and he's played like he has something to prove in this series. And he balled the hell out. Not only that, it was his 11 assists. He was sharing. He was finding the open man. He wasn't forcing any shots. And the shots he take he took, he was bang-banging them. And Golden State took the life out of Dallas because Dallas needed to win this game. Dallas knew that they could not go into game four down three games to none. They knew that and couldn't do anything about it. They couldn't do anything about it. And the main reason they couldn't do anything about it, the main reason was Steph Curry and his 31 points. The main reason was Steph Curry and his leadership. The main reason was Steph Curry playing like Steph Curry. Playing like a warrior, playing like an assassin, playing like a killer, playing like a dog. And that's exactly what Steph Curry did. That's exactly how he played. But not only that, he got some help. Luka Doncic didn't get any help. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But Steph got some help. Steph got an outstanding game. Outstanding game from Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins, 27 points, 11 rebounds. He goes 11 to 20 from the field. And he dunked on Luka Doncic's ass so hard. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could show it through my voice. But I can't. But he NFT'd his ass. Now, we don't say posterize anymore because I don't think people buy posters anymore. I used to have those posters in the Sports Illustrator. You can pull them out and put them on your wall. Now they sell NFTs now, non-fungible tokens. He NFT Luka Doncic. Andrew Wiggins NFT Luka Doncic's ass. And Luka, he got embarrassed so, so badly, he flopped in the air. And he didn't, he didn't get touched. Only thing got touched was his damn feelings. Andrew Wiggins elevated on him to a whole nother couple of levels and yammed on him so hard. If you hadn't seen it, please go check it, check it out. It was so embarrassing to Luca that Luca flopped, but the referees called an offensive foul, even though Wiggins didn't touch his ass. They challenged, so they overturned him, and Luca just got NFT. But Steph has some help, not only from Andrew Wiggins, Clay Thompson, 19 points, only three or 10 from the field goal, but he had a couple of big, only three for 10 from three point range, but he hit a couple of big threes in the fourth quarter. Steph seems, he seems, I mean, Clay seems to hit big threes when they need him, even if he's not shooting well. That's what you call a bet. That's what you call a cat with experience. Steph got, Credit, he got some help from Draymond Green, who had 10 points, five rebounds, and five assists. And Draymond does so many little small things, man, that people may not notice that helps his teammates be successful, that helps his team be successful. Now, he got a tech. But see, Draymond's going to talk. He's an emotional player. He's the one that gives that team attitude. He's the one that can curse and yell and scream and stomp and do all of that. And the referee's so used to it, he gets away with it now. Well, other people will get their asses teed up, but they know that's Draymond. But Draymond, do, he does so many small things that you don't and, – and, and I think it was the first quarter, second quarter, Warriors was on, were on a fast break. Klay Thompson 
catches a bounce pass. Draymond Green is under the goal with Luka Doncic. Just a very smart play. Draymond Green just subtly, he saw Clay driving to the rack. Draymond Green smartly and subtly just screened Luka Doncic out so he couldn't make a defensive play at Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, had, Clay Thompson had a free run at the rack. Somebody came over and fouled him, but it's little things like that that Draymond does. Orchestrating the offense, orchestrating the defense, making hustle plays, making emotional plays, hyping his teammates up, giving them confidence, being in their ear, giving them the energy, some of his energy. And it is, it, it is uh, 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 infectious. Those are the things Draymond does, and he does it. He did it again. Jordan Poole gave him 10 points off the bench. Kevin Looney, Kevon, I mean, Kevon Looney, nine points and 12 rebounds. And his 12 rebounds, his presence in the paint has been huge. Because once again, Golden State dominated the Dallas Mavericks on the boards. Golden State had 47 rebounds. Dallas had 33. 14 of those were offensive. So you know what that means? They got second and third opportunities on some trips down the court and go to state. They're rarely going to miss two and three shots on one possession. You give their ass a second opportunity, they're not going to miss again. So you give them seven. They have they have seven more offensive rebounds than the Dallas Mavericks. So that means they got at least seven more extra opportunities to get a bucket. So that's seven more extra opportunities. Could it could be 21 points? Or just say it was seven, two points. 14 points. They won by nine. Or oh, a mix and match. Because it were a mix and match. Sometimes they got offensive rebound, kicked it back out. They smacked the three on them. So the way Golden State dominating in the paint, giving themselves extra opportunities, man, and you know that as well as those dudes shoot, they're not going to keep missing. But they had a nice team effort. Their superstar led the way, and they followed. Steph led the way, and the rest of them followed. And Kevon Looney doesn't get talked about or not. He's coming off a playoff. He come, well, he's coming off a career high where he had 21 points the last game. But this game, he did what he does. Grab rebounds, be a presence, be a presence in the paint. And he helped them dominate rebounds. He helped the Warriors dominate in points in the paint, 46 to 34. But Steph led the way, being that number one lead dog, the number one warrior, and he had other Warriors come with him. On the other hand, Luka Doncic, not so much. He had 40 points, but only three Dallas Mavericks scored in double figures. Luka Doncic had 40. Jalen Brunson had 20, but he only got 12 shots up. Jalen Brunson needs 20 shots a game just like Luka does if they want to beat Golden State. Because Steph Curry got his 31 points. He got 20 attempts. Andrew Wiggins got 20 attempts. I think that's tied for the most uh, field goal attempts in Andrew Wiggins since he's been with Golden State. Or maybe his career, if I'm not mistaken. Because Andrew Wiggins doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, dominate the ball. He doesn't ask for a lot of shots. But he was aggressive. They left him open. But he was also, he, he also made his, his shots. Because that drive on that drive on damn Luka Dungeons where he yammed in his face. Then that slam putback that was so quick he yammed back. But he got 20 shots as well. But Luka Doncic dominates the ball a lot. 
he can get his buckets, but he dominates the ball a lot. And when he dominates the ball, a lot of times his other teammates are just standing around watching. They're not involved in it. The, they're not involved in the offense. And it hurt him because Jalen Brunson, like I said, 20 points, 7 to 12 from the field. So he was shooting a high percentage. But he just didn't get enough shots. Spencer Dinwiddie came off, came off the bench and scored 20. And I love his game, 26 points. I love the way Dinwiddie plays. He plays tough. But that's it. Dallas Mavericks score 100 points and only three Dallas Mavericks score in double figures. Only three. And Luka Doncic had 11 more shots than their second best player. Their second best player, Jalen Brunson, had 20 points. And just think about Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is, their, is, the, is, the, is the Warriors' fourth offensive option, and his ass is an all-star. That's how good they are. That's how deep they are. Andrew Wiggins is their fourth offensive option after Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Jordan Poole. Then it's Andrew Wiggins. And he's an all-star. But Dallas wasn't shooting the ball worth a damn. They couldn't buy a bucket in that first, first quarter, second. They just couldn't buy a sh- they, 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 wouldn't, they just weren't hitting. They shot 45 threes again, only hit 13, 29%. And, on, and not only that, their top three-point specialists, Reggie Bullock and Max Kleber, went 0 for 15 overall, 0 for 12 from three-point range. That was our top three-point specialists. Didn't hit a shot. Didn't hit a damn shot. Reggie Bullock went 0 of 10 from the field. 0 for 7 on his, on his three-point shots. And Cleveland went 0 for 5 from the field. 0 for 5 on his three-point shots. All his three-pointers, all his field goals attempts were three-pointers. And he missed every last one of them. These, these are the Mavericks' top three-point specialists. And they didn't hit a damn shot. Combined to go 0 for 15 overall. 0 for 12 from three-point range. They just and, and the other guy who, who the Mavericks count on offensively, Dorian Finney-Smith, he had, a, he had a horrible offensive game. He just went three for seven from the field. And there's no way your ass is going to beat Golden State playing like that. And also, Dallas just can't – they can't stay with them. They cannot stay with Golden State Warriors. Whether Golden State is setting screens, high pick and rolls, which they be putting your ass in that motion and leaving your ass uh, a disadvantage, getting easy layups, driving to the bucket, cutting, because they love to cut. They do the motions. They were taking advantage of them that way. And they was taking advantage of them from outside. Golden State only hit 11 threes, took 32, 34%. But the threes that they hit, they be timely threes. They be big threes. So a lot of times we can look at three-point percentage and it really don't tell the whole story. It's the timing of those threes. And Golden State be hitting some timely threes. And Dallas just couldn't, they was at the crib. They couldn't buy a damn bucket. And it's, it's, it's tough. It's hard to see that your top two specialists, three-point specialists, Western Conference Finals, at home, 
down 0-2 have those kind of games. There's no way you can overcome that, and they couldn't overcome it because Golden State not going to get nervous. The moment is not going to be too big for Golden State. Now, I'm not saying the moment was too big for Reggie Bullock and Max Kleber and the rest of the Dallas Mavericks. I'm not saying that, but they picked a hell of a time to have a horrible game. Because if game three was a must win, game four is definitely a must win. Because they lose that, they ass is, is, is staying at the crib. It's over with. But I think it's over with anyway. There's no there, – Dallas is not coming back down 0-3, not on, on Golden State. If they do something ain't right with the NBA. Because if the referees let them play and stay out of it, they can't stay with they can't stay with Golden State. Golden State got too many. They got too many weapons. They have too much offensive firepower. But you would think with Dorian Finney-Smith and Reggie Bullock, those are some long, athletic dudes. Doesn't matter. Steph Curry giving them that work. Can't stay with them. Steph hit he he, he hit one three pointer in Dorian Finney-Smith's face. And it, it was just written all over his body. He was just like, man, ain't nothing I can do about that. Ain't nothing I can do about that. God dang. And it's got to be tough as a basketball player. When you play great defense and a cat, st- cat still sprinkle a triple it in your face, you're just like, what the hell can I do? And a lot of times there's nothing you can do. Because a lot of times when Luka Doncic scores, it'd be great defense. There's nothing you can do. There's literally nothing you can do. If he ain't driving you, if he ain't banging you, driving you down uh, 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 in the paint to post you up, he hitting them threes and you, it, literally nothing you can do. And he looked like, man, ain't nothing else I can do other than hit this dude in his, in his, in his, in his shoot most. And he probably still would have hit it. But I'm telling you, Steph Curry is making people remember how great he is. Steph Curry is making people respect him. Steph Curry is making people say, hold on on all your Luka Doncic. Y'all trying to crown him. Y'all trying to have this coronation for him now. Hold on. I'm still here. Don't forget. I'm still that dude. And he was definitely, definitely that dude in game three. He's definitely been that dude in this series. I think this is, I think this is seven 30 point plus game in the playoffs. And it's hard to say that cats be sleeping, cats sleeping on Steph Curry, but people still sleeping on Steph Curry. And it's perplexing. Like, huh? Y'all still sleeping on Steph Curry? So he has to remind people. And it's the way he's doing it. Because he's also sharing and finding the open man. And when he finds the open man, uh, uh, they're knocking down shots. Because in order for you to have 11 assists, that means you're finding the open. That means you're being unselfish with the basketball for one. And you're passing. And you're trying to get your teammates involved. And not only that, to have 11 assists, that means they're knocking down those shots when you give it to them. And that's huge. And Jason Kidd just sounded defeated after the game. He went on to saying that, a lot of people didn't project us to be here. Y'all thought we was going to be on vacation. We learning, you know. It, you, I'm like, damn, bro, y'all do have another game. At least one more game left. I mean, show a little bit more confidence. Don't sound like you did. You sounded like a dead man. 
So they show up to the arena, what, on Tuesday, they be like, what, dead man walking? That's what he sounded like. And I understand he probably was frustrated because that's a demoralizing loss. Because I know they expected to win this game and probably thought they would. But Golden State said, nah, nah, I'm going to show y'all how the big boys do it. I don't think y'all ready for the big boys yet. And the Warriors showed them they may not be ready for the big boys yet. Because of three games of none lead, Western Conference Finals, I don't want to say it's insurmountable. I don't know how mountable it is, though. Because they beat him by nine, and Jordan Poole, who, who hoops his ass off, didn't even have a huge game. They didn't need him to. But I love, I love the way – I love what uh, Kevon Looney provides for Golden State. He provides their presence. He's an unselfish dude. He seems to be a humble dude. He's like, man, I don't want no shots. If y'all give me the ball, cool, if I'm open. And a lot of times they hit him. They hit him on them screen and rolls. And a lot of times when they hit him, he be near the bucket, but he's still unselfish. He tries to find the open person, who, somebody who, who might have a better shot than him. That's unselfish basketball. That's playing without, that's playing without an ego. And they really look like a championship squad because Dallas ain't no trash. They shot the ball like trash. Because a lot of those shots they missed, they were good shots. They were open shots. It wasn't like Golden State was playing a hell of a defense. They just weren't hitting. They just couldn't get them to, they just couldn't get them to hit. For Block and Kleber to both of them miss all their shots. They know where the hell they was going to be Golden State with that. And Finney Smith not having a good game, and Jalen Brunson could have had a great game if he would have got some more shots up. But Luka Duncan has to have the ball in his hand. But Jalen Brunson is the point guard. Luka Duncan has to have the ball in his hand. That's how he plays with the ball in his hands, not coming off screens, not setting plays for him like that. He makes his own shots. He makes his own plays. They don't be running no screens and no sets for Luca. They just get, he, go, he go to rock, go to work, bro. If you pass it back to me, cool. If not, oh well. Because he has the green light to do that, and rightfully so. But the next evolution of his game is to trust his teammates more, to understand, like, bro, you ain't got to take all the shots now. And he don't take all of them, but. He has to understand he's going to need Brunson and Denver. He's going to need them dudes moving forward if they can keep Jalen Brunson. But Steph is definitely showing, like, hold on, young, young fella. You there, but you ain't there yet. There's levels to this. Good stats. But Steph's is more than just scoring points and putting up numbers to lead a team to a championship. You got to do a lot. You got to be able to get your teammates involved and keep them confident and keep them uplifted. Got to be able to do all of that. Not just put up points. There's this. And Steph just, I mean, I just love the way he's playing. He's out there dancing. He's out there having fun. And I could kind of understand why Jason Kidd was sounding so defeated. Because when teams take a 3-0 lead in best of seven series, 
all time, 146-0. No one has ever come back down three games and none to win a series. And Golden State is 12-0 in series when they lead three games to none. So it's going to have, it's got to be some history breaking, breaking crap for Dallas to come back and win this series, but I don't see it happening because Golden State playing too well. And even they've already proven when they don't play well, they still can grit out wins. They don't cause, you know, all their wins don't have to be pretty. They can tough it out and win those kind of games as well. So Golden State on top of Dallas Mavericks, three games won in the Western Conference Finals. And this is the third time on the Steve credit they had a 3-0 lead. And we just said, you know, just told you they ain't never lost a 3-0 lead. But no one in the history of the playoffs have ever lost a 3-1 lead. I mean, 3-0 lead. Remember, Golden State was up three games to one on Cleveland Cavaliers in the finals a couple of years ago, and Cleveland came back. But three down 3-0, no one has ever come back from that. History of the NBA. I don't see it happening this year. And I know I would think, expect Golden State, knowing how they play, they want to go, go and shut it down on Tuesday, shut them out and keep them at the crib. But I expect Dallas to come out, and, and I, I expect Dallas to come out fighting. Because they're young, and they don't, know nothing, they don't probably know nothing about feeling defeated. They're supposed to feel like they st- can still win the series. But I don't see it happening. So Golden State take, takes game three, 109 and 100. Now they up three games and no. Trying to head towards another championship. Think, and speaking of championships, congratulations and a salute and a clap, clap to Justin Thomas. He wins the PGA championship. His second time winning the PGA championship. But the way he won this PGA championship, bro, I got a salute to you, man. Justin Thomas started the day seven shots behind. I think he was, I think it was six golfers ahead of him. He started out the day seven shots behind and came back to win. And on one hole, I forget what hole it was, but the, the dude made a 60-some plus uh, putt birdie. 64 feet, 65 feet, something like that. Birdie. Came back from seven shots down. Tiger Woods had to withdraw. He withdrew, but he made it to the weekend, but he withdrew because you know, it hurt him. But Justin Thomas wins another PGA championship. Had to win this one in the three-hole playoff, though, against Will Zalatoris. Aggregate playoff is what they call it. Aggregate playoffs. And he did it. So congratulations to Justin Thomas, man. Your major championship's hard to win. So when you win one, when you win two, you definitely deserve all the prop and all the credit you can get, all the props and all the credit you can get. So, Justin Thomas, congratulations to you, man. As far as the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat, they continue their Eastern Conference Finals. I think Monday night. Monday night, yeah, Monday night in Boston. Miami up two games and one. But anyway. That's going to do it for another edition of the Ron Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We talk sports because we know sports. I'm out. 